You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yo. Yo, it's time to talk that sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Tackle this beat Don't ever count us out Cause we always kicking out We go raw for the people And put the smack down on the street New Desperados in town We going all elite Mess around Got a triple double on them Something like OG Slam ducking on them We got what you want We got what you need We bringing the heat You wanna talk this and that But we want that Hall of Fame shack You always see us swinging for the fences so watch out, ladies and gents, cause we hit the last strategy section. And you know we gonna keep you guessing. Tag teaming on these haters, sending up blessings. We gonna keep praying for you, cause you know that old saying, don't hate the player, hate the game. See, that's the thing that separates us. We're on that road to greatness, and ain't no stopping us. We them go-getters and we gonna go get it Shutting it down like a no-hitter With three balls and two strikes, two away We throwing that splitter, you never seen it coming Something like an arcade, whoa We gonna keep the crowd jumping And if you ain't down with that, we got four words for you Cause it's Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. This is Cooper, and we've got some exciting stuff for you tonight, guys. Yeah, sorry for the one-day delay. I was not ready for this episode, so we had to push it back a day, but we are ready to get going. we got a lot to cover in a short amount of time to do it, so Cooper, let's get going. Let's go, brother. First up, we're going to talk about the Atlantic Division and the NBA Eastern Conference and do a breakdown of each team and give our little oversight of how we think each team did on trying to improve this upcoming basketball season. First up, we got the New York Knickerbockers, drafted 8th overall, Obi Topin, and 23rd overall, shooting guard Leandro Balmol. In free agency, they picked up Nerlens Noel and Alfred Payton. All right, man, so the New York Knicks drafted hometown kid Obi Topin, uh, the Dayton human highlight reel. Prior to the lockdown from the pandemic, Obi Toppin and Dayton were running Sports Center as they were just continuously won and Topin was doing acrobatic dunks. It was amazing to watch. Unbelievable. Leandro Balmoro, uh, Bolmaro, sorry, uh, may play another year in Argentina before coming to the States. Um, that was rumored by uh, quite a few sources in the NBA on draft night. <clears throat> Peyton and Noel have been have not lived up to their high picks that they were in the previous in previous drafts, but do provide decent depth for the team. The Knicks, however, do have an abundance of forwards and centers, and would not be surprised to try to see them move a few for picks or possibly a superstar talent. Uh, Cooper, how are you feeling about the Knicks? I mean, with with Ob, dude, I think it's so cool that you know 
hometown kid mm-hmm. gets to stay in his hometown. Right. You know, I know, I know people are like, oh man, man, it must suck to get drafted to the Knicks, but you know, yeah. he's he's home. That's that's awesome, dude. I'm I'm happy for him, and right. uh, you could tell he was ecstatic, dude. He was crying, man. Absolutely, it was so, a great, beautiful moment he had with his family, and uh, to be back home where he gets to play professionally. That's always, you know, that's really ends up being your childhood dream at one point when you're sports, um, an athlete. You're like, oh, yeah, if I yeah. get to play, I'd like to play for my hometown team. If you have one, obviously, if you or your favorite team, or, or that, yeah, yeah, whether it be your hometown or favorite. But I think it, to me, it seems to be even if your favorite team isn't your hometown team, it just still seems a little bit more special to me, honestly. Oh yeah. Due to the fact that your family now doesn't really have to go, like, say, if you got he was grew up in New York but got picked by the Clippers. Well, now I gotta go all the way out to Los Angeles all the time to see you at yeah, home, or wait yeah. for you to come back to New York to play a game. Now yeah. I can just come to almost every home game you got. Hopefully soon with this pandemic <laughs> being over soon. All right, all right, man. Next up, we had the Brooklyn Nets. They drafted uh, Sadiq Bay, number nineteen overall. He's a power forward, and then fifty-fifth overall, Jay Scrub. They re-signed Joe Harris and also picked up Jeff Green. The Nets didn't do a whole lot with the anticipated return of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Resigning Joe Harris was a type top priority for the team. They also brought in great veteran for depth in Jeff Green. He's a good 3 and D guy, though he is getting up there in age. Rumors are, though, they do have interest in trading for James Harden. However, they are currently unwilling to give up Kyrie Irving, so the likelihood of getting Harden is pretty slim. Cooper, your reaction? Yeah, pretty much. It's slim, and I think they're... You know, they didn't do a whole lot because they're wanting to see what Irving and, and you know, Durant do together. So, yeah. you know, it's just kind of building around them two superstars. And when, when you know, Durant comes back, we know he's going to be a beast, bro. So. Absolutely, man. Uh, Durant's one of the top players in the NBA. Some consider him the top player when he's healthy. Uh, LeBron fans will argue that point. I'm not a... LeBron lover, nor am I a Durant lover. I think they bring something different to the level, and they're about equal to me in talent because oh, of that, because of their differences. Yep, yeah, de- definitely. I mean, yeah. what one lacks, the other one has. So. Absolutely, man. I mean, can you imagine them two together? Ooh. Oh, I know. That would be something else. All right, man, next up we have Philadelphia 76ers, who had quite a few draft picks from a lot of trading they've had to do over the years. First up, they had at 21st overall Tyrese Maxey, shooting guard. 34th overall Theo Maldon. 36th overall power forward Tyler Bay. 49th overall shooting guard Isaiah Joe. And 58th overall Paul Reed. In free agency, they picked up Dwight Howard and traded for Danny Green and Seth Curry. The Sixers have been trying to figure out how to get the Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons experiment to work together. Uh, to get to their ultimate destination, the NBA Finals. Uh, new president of basketball operations, Daryl Morey, got off to a nice start by getting the three-point shooters in Seth Curry and Danny Green. This is the second time Danny Green has been traded this offseason. The 76ers also added depth at center with the signing of Dwight Howard. Howard finally got his championship and earned it when he saw playing time, eventually starting over JaVale McGee in the playoffs. Tyrese Maxey is also another talented three-point shooter they picked up in the draft, but will it be enough? Only time will tell. The rumors are they're also trying to land James Harden, but will need to be willing to give up either Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. Koopa, give me some thoughts. Yeah, I don't think they'll give up Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. I think truly what they're trying to do is kind of like, you know, like the the Nets. They're trying to build around these two superstars and... Mm -hmm. And give them more depth and give them more options because, you know, they're they're a great talent, but they need they need more. So yeah, basically, what they really need to rely on is hopefully Ben Simmons working on an outside game because the problem is is he's a slasher more than he is an outside shooter. Um, unfortunately, Joel Embiid is a dominant postman, and you can't have a guy trying to slash and running into your center all the time. True. Um, which is why, though, they did go get Seth Curry and Danny Green to help space the floor more. So that should oh, help. Yeah. yeah, definitely help with that, for sure. Absolutely, man. All right, next up, we have the Boston Celtics. They drafted 14th overall uh, small forward Aaron Naismith, 
26 overall, they got Peyton Pritchard, our boy from Oregon. Woo! Hey, you. 30th overall, uh, shooting guard Desmond Bain. And over, 47th overall, PJ, or sorry, point guard, Yam Mater. I misread what I, my notes were. <laughs> uh, big free agent pickup, Tristan Thompson. Overall, the uh, Celtics lost Gordon Hayward to free agency and traded away Enos Cantor for a uh, future... I said fortune for some reason. <laughs> draft considerations. <laughs> Didn't even realize I typed that. The drafting of Peyton Pritchard was a bit of a shocker as it seemed that uh, Pritchard may not may have gone in the second round rather than the first, according to some experts. Uh, but it was a great depth pick for the Celtics. Uh, Desmond Bain was part of the Enos Cantor trade. Uh, it will be interesting to see how impactful the loss of Hayward would be. Uh, since he did spend most of his time um, injured while in Boston, his loss should not be too hurtful for the team. Also, the team did extend Jason Tatum to a five-year, $195 million contract. Your thoughts, Cooper? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't know what to say about you know Gordon being gone, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they did they did play well w- without him mm-hmm. pretty much. So we'll see what happens in the next this next season, and we'll go from there and. Right. You know, whatever else. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, uh, Toronto, the, ch- the ch- division champs this year, uh, drafted 29th overall Malachi Flynn, 59th overall shooting guard Jalen Harris. They also extended uh, guard Fred Van Vliet. Uh, basically, the Raptors did win the division, but were unsuccessful in defending their championship. Uh, this was evident by their lack of a superstar talent, which left last offseason in the form of Kawhi Leonard. This offseason, they have lost Serge Ibaka, also to the Clippers, which is a a leadership hit. Uh, But without an elite-level player, this team may not see the finals for a while. Yeah, I think uh, the Raptors, we've we've seen the the rise and fall. I think it's it's, their time's done, and it's time to... Say hello to the Lakers. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, unfortunately for Toronto, the the championship window opened and closed just as quickly. It's pretty sad to have that happen to you. But um, I, obviously we're still going to get a team in Toronto that's going to be relevant. It's just they're not going to be championship be, contenders. Yeah. So, I mean, basically if you're as long as you're fighting and showing that you belong, maybe you can finally get something. And also... Note, I didn't put on here, Toronto, due to possible restrictions of traveling into in and out of Canada, will be playing most of its home games, if not all of them, in Tampa, Florida. That's interesting news. It is. All right, man, we're going to move on to the Southeastern Division. First up, we have the Atlanta Hawks. Drafting over six overall, they pick up Onyeka Okongwu, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Okongwu. If I didn't pronounce it right, I'm sorry. 50th overall, they picked up shooting guard Skylar Mays. In free agency, they picked up Rajon Rondo, Danilo Gallinari, Chris Dunn, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. The Hawks had money to spend this offseason, and did they ever. They signed big contracts with Gallinari and Bogdanovich. They signed Rondo and Dunn to decent contracts as well. Rondo provides great leadership for the team that needs it. The Hawks will need these moves to pay off, though, with some wins. Yeah, definitely, man. I agree with that. And I think uh, Rondo was a good sign for them. Even Chris Dunn. I mean, I mean, so it, it's kind of just kind of like what we've been dealing with. They've got, they've got to build. They've got to keep going with it. So yep. there we go. Yeah, man. All right, next up we have those Wizards up in Washington. Drafting ninth overall, uh, small forward. I believe it was pronounced uh, Dine uh, Avija. And 37th overall point guard, Vit Kreshi. In free agency, they managed to re-sign uh, Davis Bertans. Uh, traded the draft rights of Vit Kreshi for the rights to Cassius Winston. They also sent Admiral Schofield in that trade too for those draft rights. The Wizards are re-signing uh, Bertrands and made that a high priority, and it worked out in his favor with a big contract. I believe it was five years, $82 million, if I remember correctly. I should have put that down in my notes, but I didn't. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. The team does have to rely on the health of John Wall to be relevant this year. Uh, they do not plan on rebuilding at this time. 
but maybe they really should consider it. Rumors, though, have been swirling that they are trying to trade for Russell Wilson. I'm Wilson. Wrong sport. Get the basketball. Westbrook. <laughs> In a straight-up trade for John Wall, but Houston wants more than just John Wall. They're looking for picks and or any secondary player. Your thoughts on that, Cooper? Well, I mean, really, I don't know if bringing him over is going to give you a full-on winning season, especially if you have to give up more than what you are gaining. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, with the Wizards, they're, you know, you know how it is with the Wizards, man. But I I can also see um, Houston in this, on this end, though, um, where John Wall hasn't been healthy most of his career, has missed pretty much all of the last two seasons. So they're taking a huge risk. Yeah. So they think they should get more for, because they're taking the bigger risk. And I understand that. Is that is true, yeah. So I understand where they're coming from on that. But also I can understand the Wizards' reluctance to just trade, um, to give up anything and not just do a straight trade-up. So I see it on both sides. Oh, so it's very understandable. Um, so we'll just have to see what happens with that. All right, It's a business, so you got to do what you got to do. All right. Next up, we have the Charlotte Michael Jordans. I mean, Hornets. <laughs> 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 they drafted third overall, and they picked up point guard LaMelo Ball, brother of Lonzo Ball. Oh, no. 32nd overall center, Vernon Carey Jr. 56th overall point guard, Grant Riller, and picked up Gordon Hayward in free agency. The Hornets are hoping that Ball is the superstar talent they've been searching for since Jordan took over the franchise. They signed Hayward, which can be a good signing if Hayward can stay healthy. Ball doesn't possess the same passing prowess that his brother Lonzo does, but he's still considered a good distributor, a much better scorer than his and a much better scorer than his older brother. Though he is only averaging 25% of the um, from beyond the arc, which is a bit worrisome for your possible your possible starting point guard. Cooper, your thoughts on the Hornets? Um, you know, if like you said, if Hayward can stay healthy, you know, if if Ball actually does something other than letting his dad run his mouth, right? Then, uh, you know, who knows? They might have a chance this year. Yeah, they so might. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll just have to see what uh, what does happen for them. Uh, it's going to be definitely interesting uh, season in Charlotte. All right, man, we're going to move on to the Orlando Magic. Coming a little closer to home for us, we have them drafting 15th overall point guard Cole Anthony out of North Carolina. They also um, re-signed, I believe it was forward, Gary Clark. The Magic are another team that needs a superstar talent. Does Cole Anthony solve that need? Only time will truly tell. However, it does seem odd that they would go after another point guard with Markel Fultz already on the team and has been improving his game. Though it may be that he's not improving at a rate the team would like, and this is more a way of a light, to light a fire under Fultz to improve or be replaced. Cole Anthony has basketball in his blood as his father Greg Anthony played in the league. Cooper, your thoughts? Well, I mean, really when you think about it, a point guard is the guy that runs the show. Mm-hmm. He's like the quarterback on the freaking court. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if it, if it puts a fire under him and it, it makes it makes him improve, then cool. Mm-hmm. And if not, you have a good enough backup that if you if he starts screwing up, there you go. That's right. Uh, one of the reasons Markel Fultz has been bounced, well, not really bounced around the league, but uh, was left by the Sixers, and probably why the Magic are looking to um, upgrade at that position is the fact that Markel Fultz, for a point guard, really lacks it. Uh, uh, shooting a free throw, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and which is not good. It, when you're a free throw shooter as a guard, you're expected to you're shoot expected in the to high much, 80s yeah. to the 90s. Yep. You're supposed to be just about it's automatic. It's supposed to be like automatic. Yep. There, yep. <laughs> so that's probably what we're gonna see, why we saw uh, Cole Anthony. All right, man. And then of course we had the Southeast Division champs and NBA Finals runner-up Miami Heat. They drafted 20th overall, Precious Achua, or Achua. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but we'll find out, I'm um, sure, and I'll probably sound like an idiot saying his name for now. <laughs> Anyways, in free agency, they did re-sign Udonis Haslam. I'm not sure why Udonis Haslam, I don't think, has played in a year and a half, <laughs> if at all, in the last two years. 
But uh, Kelly Olenek exercises option. Uh, re-signed, they re-signed Goran Dragic and Myers Leonard. And they did sign Mo Harkless. And they stole Avery Bradley from the Lakers. So Miami almost did run it back, as we predicted they would probably do, only losing out on Jay Crowder, who went to Phoenix to play with Chris Paul and the Suns. The Heat must have felt they were losing Crowder in free agency, as shown by drafting Precious Atchoui, who plays the power forward position. Crowder played the foul. He played both um, forward. He was a wing forward and the power forward. So, um, And I expect probably that's probably what Atchoui would probably do for them as well. Um uh, Miami, though, did pick up Avery Bradley, who's a great 3 and D guard. Uh, he helps bolster their defense, and Mo Harkless provides solid depth. Um, this is this enough depth to help Butler? That is to be that will be to be seen. Uh, though the development of Hero and Robinson with a year under their belt should really help this team try to get back to the finals. Yeah, man, I I think that's all it is for them is really trying to run it back and and you know have that depth. So that Butler doesn't have to play like he did in the finals, man. Because yeah. that shit was... Clicking over 40 you know, minutes You know, if we weren't Lakers fans, I would almost feel bad for... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he, he, he really was... They kept him on the court a long time. So yeah, they did. Helped out the Lakers at the end. Right. And ended up being their favorite. If we weren't Lakers fans, <laughs> you'd almost feel bad for him. Almost. For like a second. <laughs> for like a second. <laughs> we did feel bad for him for like a second. <laughs> All right, man. Next up, we had the Central Division. First up on the Central Division, we had the Cleveland Cavaliers. Drafting five, uh, fifth overall, taking small forward uh, Isaac Okoro. They also had uh, DeAndre, or not DeAndre. I keep thinking his name should be DeAndre for some reason. It's just Andre Drummond. Maybe it just DeAndre Drummond just sounds better in my head. I don't know why. <laughs> the Cavs, though, continue to look for answers since LeBron James once again left them high and dry two off-seasons ago. They got another top draft pick, but so far they have yet to build this team. This is another franchise that needs new ownership, in my opinion, honestly. Dan Gilbert cannot seem to get the proper front office personnel after running off Griffin, uh, Dave Griffin, who was who is now in New Orleans. At some point, to me, honestly, leagues need to look it within and realize that there are owners who should not be owners anymore due to their inability to make a franchise better. I don't care about market. I don't care about any of that crap. you got to make improvements to me, honestly. We're seeing a, a fine example. New York Knicks. We talked about this last time we talked about the Knicks. Dolan hasn't done crap, and he's in a market that he needs to be doing something in, and he's failing. Exactly. I mean, he's supposed to be in New York. Yeah. So, I mean, really, that that's truthfully what it is, dude, is they're imploding from the inside. You know you know what ran through my mind was freaking the Browns. I, I know it's Cleveland, but still. I mean, you look at a franchise like that, and you're like, why can't you guys just... Yeah. Click, what the hell is going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and the fine example is you see Cleveland Indians. They're not, they went to the World Series. They haven't been back since they lost to the Cubs in 2016. It's not like they're But getting, they're still in the playoffs. Yeah. They're in contention. Yeah, and it's not like they're getting the talent. They're just not, they're not reaching over that hump. Yeah, or picking the right talent. Exactly. And something's wrong. And like I said, when they ran off Dave Griffin, who was an excellent talent evaluator, that's cost them. And that, it's just frustrating to watch because especially when you've seen a team like that and, and the only way you want to look at it now and go, okay, well, if you didn't have LeBron, you wouldn't have had nothing you had. So Exactly. I mean. Congratulations on your was, one this championship. Was their really, this was really their time to shine without LeBron, but they uh, they aren't. Yeah. So. All right, man. Next up we have the Detroit Pistons. Uh, they drafted number seven overall point guard Killian Hayes. Uh, free agency pickup was Mason Plumley. The Pistons have been active in the trade market. This seems to be looking for the right. Have been active in this trade market. This team has been looking for the right coach and elite level talent. Uh, they may have found their coach though in Dwayne uh, Casey, but the elite level talent is a whole other issue. Blake Griffin was once thought to be that elite player, but unfortunately, since leaving Lob City, aka Los Angeles Clippers, Blake Griffin has pretty much disappeared. 
Can Killian Hayes be that answer? That may make may take another year or two to find out as he is um, a Euro League player and sometimes you use them they usually don't come within the first uh, year or two. So that'll be remain to be seen. And I mean not only that, but you get a new you get a new coach in there, you get some fresh ideas, things like that. That might light a fire or light a fire under Griffin, and maybe he'll, he'll yeah. perk up. I don't know. We'll see, like we said, only time will tell. Right. Next up, we have the Chicago Bulls, drafted fourth overall small forward Patrick Williams, forty fourth overall center Marco Simonovic. That's right. I don't know. We'll find out. I guess. <laughs> Sorry, foreigners that are coming into the NBA. I suck at names that I don't understand. <laughs> Free agency, they didn't pick up anybody so far. Uh, the Bulls have been looking for the next Jordan-Phil-Jackson combination. They thought they had the next Jordan when they drafted Derek Rose uh, way back when, but unfortunately injuries derailed him. The Bulls, next page, have hired Billy Donovan, who just spent time in Oklahoma City. Donovan has been a decent coach, but the team in Chicago still lacks a Jordan. Your thoughts? Like we said, dude, sometimes it's within. And really, I don't understand what's going on with the Bulls, man. Yeah. The Bulls used to be an elite team, and for years, and now it's just like, it's like, what the What's going on? And you can't and you can't use the market against them on this one because it's Chicago. Chicago is like the third or fourth biggest market in the nation. There you go. So uh, it's something's wrong with, from within, man. Yeah. It's, that's all that's going on with them. Yeah. So and, good uh, luck to Billy Donovan. You know, not only that, but you know, if you're not picking the right players, you know, and not only that, you're not bringing something to the table where everybody's like, "I want to go play for you guys." All right. So you know. All right. All right, next up, Indiana Pacers. Uh, their only draft pick was in the second round for uh, shooting guard Cassia Stanley. They did re-sign Justin Holiday. The Pacers are a Midwest team that seems to get close to contending but cannot get enough pieces to get the top to, to the top of the mountain. Every time they land a potential star, that player, uh, as he enters his prime, begins to clamor for a new destination to play. Example, Paul George. Rumors are they may move Victor Oladipo, which comes of a bit of a shock, seeing that Oladipo played his college years at Indiana University. So, Hoosier man back in the Hoosier State, and he might be leaving. Uh, they do have some talent, but lack an elite-level player. This team will probably continue to be a middle-of-the-pack team for at least a few more years. There we go again. Same old conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you're not bringing something to the table for these players to want to stay or play, it's like, bye-bye, see it. And then it's like, it's, something's going on from within that team where, where something that the rest of us aren't seeing, you know right. what I mean? So some some uh, maybe egos clashing or whatever, on right. whatever situations they have going on within their ball club. Right. Now, here we talk about a Midwest team that actually is trying and trying their best to keep their superstar. We're just talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. They drafted 24th overall point guard R.J. Hampton, 45th overall power forward Jordan Narwa. Uh, I don't know if I said that right either. <laughs> In free agency, they picked up Bobby Portis, D.J. Augustine, uh, Brian Forbes, Torrey Craig, and traded for Drew Holiday. The Bucks are doing everything they can to try to keep Giannis Antetokounmpo happy enough to want to stay in Milwaukee. At least they're trying. <laughs> they traded for Drew Holiday, who is a talented point guard. They had what they thought was a sign-and-trade deal for Bogdan Bogdanovich, but that fell through. Um, as his agent stated, they were never contacted about the potential trade and that their client would seek and sign, uh, seek to sign elsewhere, though Sacramento still could match another team's offer and retain him. Um, by the way, that's when I was talking about him with being, signing with Atlanta. He may or may not get to sign with Atlanta. It will be depending on whether or not Sacramento, you know... Uh, matches that offer or not. Anyways, onward we go. With that hitting a snag, the team nabbed Bobby Portis and DJ Augustine. These were obvious depth moves while Drew Holiday should see time at starting point guard. Is this enough to keep Giannis? I honestly believe the Bucks should actually try to trade Giannis and get something in return rather than risk losing him for free. Your thoughts? 
That's very. That's a very valid point. But at least you got to give it to them. They're trying. Yeah. They're trying to 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 make a winning team. Mm-hmm. They're trying to bring something to Milwaukee that everybody's like, ooh. Right. I mean, because Giannis is. He's a beast. Yes, that's why so, they call him the Greek freak. <laughs> the Greek freak, man. I'm telling you, dude. So, yep. you know, at least they're trying. I'll give them that. Yep. All right, man. We're gonna move to the Western Conference and start with the Southwest Division. Let's do it. All right, man. We got New Orleans Pelicans drafted 13th overall point guard Kira Lewis, 39th overall shooting guard Elijah Hughes, 42nd overall center Nick Richards, and 60th overall shooting guard Sam Merrill. They traded for Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe did come for, uh, via the Drew Holiday trade. Uh, the Pelicans are a talented young team. They got a veteran coach in Stan Van Gundy. What they lack now is a superstar talent, that which they traded away last year for young talent. Uh, they currently have the current young talent they currently have. However, they are hoping that Zion is a superstar in the making. If he can stay healthy and expand his shooting range. To be more and be more accurate, then we are talking. We could be talking about a guy who could be a more talented, athletic version of Charles Barkley. They also need Lonzo Ball to improve his outside game as well as his free throw shooting percentage, and this will soon be a formidable team in title contention. I did forget to also say that they do have um, Brandon Ingram, who's could also develop into a good young talent. Definitely, bro. This team is young. They're stout. They just need. They need to work on their, you know, overall game. Yeah. So I mean, it just all depends on how they develop. Right. But I really think. I really think you are right. They are. They are poised to be in title contention if, if they put in the work for it. Yeah. And honestly, I actually do believe they have enough young talent. I wouldn't. I would swear I'd try to bring in a veteran. Superstar. Oh yeah, I'd be de- I'd be calling Washington. Go okay. What's it really going to take to get Beal? Yeah, yeah. If I'm there. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I mean, because almost anybody except Zion should be available mm-hmm. to try to get Beal. Oh yeah, definitely do. They need they need a veteran leader. Yeah. Even if he's not the best, at least he'll be able to lead the locker room and you know help the younger people's out. So absolutely. All right, next up we have those pesky San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> Drafted 11th overall shooting guard Devin Vassell, 41st overall point guard Trey Jones. In free agency, they managed to re-sign Jacob Potel, or Poltel. I'm not sure. One another one of those 400 guys, I can't pronounce their last name. And DeMar DeRozan also opted in on his contract. The Spurs have gone from the top of the mountain to the bottom dwellers in a few short years. The retirement of Tim Duncan in the fourth trade of Kawhi Leonard has hurt this franchise, and they've yet to find a decent replacement for either player. I wouldn't be surprised if we actually see Greg Popovich retire soon instead of dealing with this rebuild that this team is starting to become. Yeah, you think he comes back to play just so so he can go look, I can play better than you. <laughs> Mine, I don't know. We'll see oh, about that. Oh, man, dude. That's, 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 that franchise is starting to go downhill quickly. Right. Anyways, remember remember when they were like like the worst to face for the Lakers, dude. Yeah, like it was like oh my god, it was like it was like watching freaking, you know, like watching the the Star Wars with the with the Dark Force. Right, it was crazy. It was nuts. All right, next up we have the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, they didn't have a draft pick until the fortieth pick in the second round, or well, fortieth overall pick in the second round, and it was in the second round. Uh, small forward Robert Woodard. They did manage to re-sign DeAnthony Melton and traded for Mario Hizania. <clears throat> this team may have found themselves a potential superstar in John Morant, who they got last in last year's draft. They'd need him to continue to develop his game, though, because you can't be stagnant in this league. you got to be able to improve your game. Uh, they also need a solid number two, and they still have some young talent on this team if they can do- that they can probably try to develop into that number two. However, if the Grizzlies want to make a jump uh, sooner rather than la- later, uh, they would probably be best to try and trade for a superstar and hopefully not lose John Morant in that trade. Your thoughts? Yeah, man. John Morant, he's, he's talented, so yeah. Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. Oh, Dallas. 
We love Dallas. Dallas. All right. Drafted 18th overall shooting guard, Josh Green. 31st overall point guard, Tyrell Terry. Uh, free agency, they managed to have Tim Hardaway Jr. pick up his option. Resigned Trey Burke. Traded for Josh Richardson and James Johnson. This team has a player in Luka Doncic that has been playing lights out. If he continues on this trend, I expect him to be a superstar in no time. The Mavs are hoping that Kristaps Porzingis becomes a top talent as well. Porzingis has the makings, but does not stay healthy. If he does stay healthy, then the Mavs are a team on the rise and soon to be contenders. Yeah, man. They're young. They're stout. There you go, bro. Absolutely, man. This team is um, was unbelievable. Had a chance to upset the Clippers in the first round of the playoff. Almost did. Um, but, uh, unfortunately... Chris Stops ended up getting hurt, and that ended up being their yeah, downfall. Yeah, if they can stay healthy, I mean, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. All right, man, we're going to talk about the division winners, the Houston Rockets, who had no draft picks. Why? Because they traded him for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> they did pick up Sterling Brown and Christian Wood in free agency. But, Houston, we have a problem. Despite winning the division and losing in the second round of the playoffs, uh, the rumor mill has been churning out bad news for the Rockets. First, they mutually parted ways with head coach Mike D'Antoni and GM Daryl Morey, both of which went east. <laughs> Mike D'Antoni is an assistant in Brooklyn, and Daryl Morey is the VP of Basketball Operations. I think I called him president of basketball, VP of, of Basketball Operations in Philadelphia. Uh, they did hire their coach, which was thought to be helped selected by James Harden and Russell Westbrook. But the next thing we hear is that both Harden and Westbrook don't like the direction the team is heading and want out. The team owner, though, has publicly stated that the team is prepared to be quote-unquote uncomfortable to begin the season with their two unhappy superstars. Is it time for Houston to just hit the nuke button and start over? It may just be. Cooper, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it sounds like it, dude. I mean, you've got two guys like, like Westbrook and, you know, it's like... I mean, when you got two guys that that are there and they're like, oh, well, we were not happy with the situation. They're superstars, dude. Mm-hmm. Trade them. Wow. Trade them. Let them be happy. Let them flourish somewhere else instead of, you know, keeping them uncomfortable in a situation they don't want to be in. Right. This is not just a game. It is a business. Yep. So, I mean, really, Houston... It's time to hit the reset button. Absolutely, man. All right, man, we're going to move on to the Northwest Division. First up, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves, who got to be the first overall pick, and they used it on shooting guard Anthony Edwards out of Georgia. Never thought I'd hear a Georgia player going number one overall in basketball. Football I could have bought, but basketball? Pretty cool. A little surprising, but cool. 17th overall, they also picked Power Forward on... <laughs> yeah. Butcher it, dude. Go for it. All right. Alexich Pokoshevsky. <laughs> wow. I don't know. And I thought my last name was messed up. <laughs> yeah, right. Overall, 33rd overall center, Daniel Oturu. Uh, they traded for Ricky Rubio, so Ricky Rubio's back in Minnesota and re-signed Malik Beasley. The Timberwolves have a major talent who has been loyal to them in Carl Anthony Towns. They traded for D'Angelo Russell, acquiring him from Golden State. They may have formed a decent young team with Anthony Edwards coming via the first overall pick, but that will be remain to be seen. But the potential is there for this team. They just need to develop it. That, that's what it is, man. You got to develop it. And mm-hmm. young talent like that, oh, man, I can't wait to see what it does. Absolutely, man. This is going to be an interesting year for the Timberwolves. Definitely. Next up, we have our old home state team, Portland Trailblazers. Oof. Drafted 16th overall center, Isaiah Stewart. 46th overall shooting guard, C.J. L.B. They traded for Enos Cantor and Robert Covington. Uh, re-signed Rodney Hood and Carmelo Anthony. That seems so odd that he's in Portland. But then again, we're the pothead state, and he seems like he might be a pothead. So, you never know. You never know. Not, not taking a mean shot at you. We don't, dis- we don't judge against people who... 
choke on the magic Kufa, but, you know. The magic dragon. You're not trying to be mean about it. We're just saying it. If you are one, it just wouldn't seem like it would be a far-fetched thing because he's, not to use a pun here, but he does seem pretty mellow. (laughs) (laughs) Mellow is mellow. So, just saying. It kind of seems like, you know. This team managed to make the playoffs as the eighth seed. Uh, They won one game against the Lakers, but then would go on to lose four straight games. They are looking for a talented number two to go with Damian Lillard. Most believe that is C.J. McCollum, but McCollum has been inconsistent at times. This team is actually talented, but for one reason or another, just does not live up to their talent levels on a constant basis. I see this team getting blown up soon if something doesn't change for them. Uh, it's it's like they say, you know, you got to have that that one man in the locker room that rallies the troops, and maybe they just they don't have it. I don't care how talented Damian Lillard is. He's kind of a selfish player. A wee bit. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. I'd still like him on the Lakers, though. <laughs> of course you would. Come on, who wouldn't? Exactly. But seriously, I mean, when you don't have a one and a two, you've got, you've got one talented guy, and yeah, Melo's talented, but Melo's mellow, and he's kind of, he just goes flowing. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy because when he first came into the freaking league, everybody was boasting about him, and now he's just kind of falling off. Yeah. Falling to the wayside. So we'll see what happens with Portland, man. Yep. All right, next up, we have the Utah Jazz. Utah. There is Utah, (laughs) anyhow. All right, 27th overall, they picked up Uduka Azabuki. And I only know that because I watched enough college basketball last year to know Azabuki's last name. (laughs) Thank you, Kansas. (laughs) 38th overall point guard, uh, Saban Lee, and that just seemed obvious. They did extend Donovan Mitchell, uh, re-signed Derek Favors, and also Jordan Clarkson. I miss Jordan Clarkson. I wish he was still a Laker. But it is what it is. We have LeBron. Dude, dude, I seen a shirt like that. It is what it is. They had one at Walmart. I was like, what? Nice. I wanted to get it, but it was all out. So so everybody likes it is what it is. is. All right. We're getting off track. Let's get back to finishing this up. All right. Sorry, I had to. (laughs) All right. The Jazz made the playoffs and had a great series with Denver that they would end up losing uh, four games to three. But this team is close to being contenders. It'll be interesting to see if the new owner will be willing to spend more money and possibly enter the luxury tax. So far, with the big extension for Mitchell, it seems that might be the case. This team is the second big score away from a top seed in the Western Conference. There you go, man. Just kind of build it, man. Absolutely. See what happens in Utah. Yes, Utah. All right, next up, the division champs, Denver Nuggets, 22nd overall, picked up power forward, Zeke Naji. I'm guessing on that. There's two N's, <laughs> J and an I. <laughs> and Big Man's butchering the names. We apologize. Yep. Uh, Denver did re-sign Paul Millsap. The Nuggets won the division and made it to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers only to fall in five games. Uh, they have one of, if not the most talented big man in uh, Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Sorry. Jokic. Jokic. Uh, they also have a very talented guard in Jamal Murray. Thank God I can say his name. Uh, who did carry this team quite a bit in the playoffs, especially. Uh, what they lack is that third talented player to help out Jokic and Murray. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. showed promise, but he needs to get more consistent. Uh, they do have a chance to be a top seed very soon. This team, um, also getting more playoff experience, will help immensely for them. Koopa, your thoughts on the Nuggets? Dude, the Nuggets are just one more guy away from, you know, going all the way with it. I mean, they they couldn't get past the Lakers, but you know what? They get one more guy in there, they could. Absolutely, man, absolutely. It's going to be quite... Interesting indeed. I feel like I did something wrong here. I think I did. What'd you do? I did. Uh-oh. I messed do, up do somewhere. Do we miss something? 
Yeah, I missed something in my notes completely. I don't even have them in my notes. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to figure out how we're going to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. We, I completely bypassed that somehow. Oops. Sorry, OKC. We'll get you in just a minute. I'll make some shit up as I go along. <laughs> All right, here we go. Pacific Divisions. Golden State Warriors. Drafted number two overall center, James Wiseman. 48th overall point guard, Nico Mannion. 51st overall shooting guard, Justine Jessup. Uh, they traded for Kelly Oubre Jr., signed Brad Wanamaker, and Kent Bazemore. So, the Warriors were bitten by the injury bug last season, especially in the finals specifically. They lost Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson. It got worse for the team as Kevin Durant left in free agency last year for Brooklyn. Thompson was lost for the entire year from his injury this past, um, from the finals. So he missed all last year. Then the team eventually lost Steph this season due to a hand injury for the year. Just when it seemed like it couldn't get any worse, it does right before the draft. As it gets reported, Klay Thompson got hurt in a pickup game. The next day, it is officially announced that he tore his Achilles tendon, in which ends his year before it even begins. The team drafted a young, talented big man named James Wiseman and have traded for Kelly Oubre, but this team will not be the same without Thompson. Curry will miss the Splash Brother this year. I see them making the playoffs, but as a sixth seed at best. Cooper, your thoughts? Yeah, man. As long as as long as uh, you know Curry can stay healthy, man. Cause. Whew. Mm-hmm. But, man, he can't carry that team, so we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, next up we have the Sacramento Kings. They drafted 12th overall Tyrese Halliburton, uh, uh, who's a point guard. 35th overall center Xavier Tillman. 43rd overall point guard Jamius. I'm just guessing it's Jamius Ramsey. And 52nd overall Kenyon Martin Jr., and they extended De'Aaron Fox in free agency, which makes the Halliburton pickup in the draft a little bit of a head-scratcher to me, but that is what it is. <laughs> this team is quite young. It'll be interesting to see if they move any of this young talent for an elite-level player. As of right now, the best they can hope, honestly hope for will be sliding back into the back end of the playoffs as an eighth seed. They did lose their top shooter in Bogdan Bogdanovich, who they tried to trade to the Bucks only to have that fall through, and Bogdanovich decided to try and sign elsewhere, which he did with Atlanta. Koopa, your thoughts? Yeah, man, it's a young team. Um, you know, Darian uh, Fox, is he's a very talented player, but he needs, he needs people around him. He does. He was so, actually the point guard I wanted the Lakers to take rather than Lonzo Ball. Um, and now I'm seeing how that worked out, and I'm kind of irritated. Yeah. I was right. <laughs> you took the wrong dude. You Dang it, man. Dude. Dang it. Anyways, all right. So, moving on to the rise of the Phoenix Suns. Drafting 10th overall, power forward Jalen Smith. In free agency, they picked up Jay Crowder, re-signed Dario Sarkic, and traded for Chris Paul. And as I say, here comes the rising sun. Yes. Looking for looking to make the playoffs for the first time in almost 10 years. Actually, it is 10 years. The Suns traded for Chris Paul, who led the Thunder to a surprising playoff run. Uh, they signed Jay Crowder away from Miami, a veteran with playoff and finals experience. These two veterans will help show the young players how to be professionals and what it truly means to win and be contenders. The Suns have a great opportunity to make the playoffs and be a hard out. Cooper, your thoughts on the Suns? Yes, as long as we don't get Chris Paul standing. <laughs> yeah, we don't need <laughs> Alfonso <laughs> Rubio. <laughs> Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, yes, they, they are going to be a top contender. We don't it? need the new Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm the new Chris Paul. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> Every time I see the commercials, I just, I, I laugh. Damn I it, Carlton. It. <laughs> Damn it, Carlton. I'm just expecting him to do the Carlton dance, you know? Right. Oh, I made a basket and he just stopped it. 
<laughs> anyway, it's, yeah. this team is going to be a quite a, a quite a watch this upcoming season. Yes, I hope they make some more commercials. It would be awesome. Yep. All right, <laughs> man. Okay, next up we have those feisty, pesky Los Angeles Clippers. Ugh. Fit, uh, they didn't have a draft pick until almost the very end of the draft at 57th overall, picking up center Reggie Perry. They did re-sign Marcus Morris and signed Serge Ibaka. The Clippers are probably the most dip- disappointing team this year. The consensus pick to win the title, even with the pandemic, they universally were picked to win it all in the bubble. But the Kawhi Leonard-Paul George experiment failed to hold double-digit leads in three straight playoff games against the Denver Nuggets. This led to Doc Rivers leaving mutually, I quote-unquote mutually, yeah. um, and headed to Philadelphia. Ty Lue takes over as head coach, but that does not seem much of an upgrade to me, honestly. Uh, they lost one of their best bench players, Montrell Hazard, uh, Montrez Harrell, to the team down the hall. The Los Angeles Lakers. We'll get to that in a minute. Big man's happy about that one. Uh, They did bring in a very talented Serge Ibaka and retain Marcus Morris, but pretty much running this team back won't be enough to top the Lakers. Cooper, your thoughts on those pesky little Clippers? I don't really care for the Clippers. I never really cared for Kawhi Leonard. I didn't like him even when he was in freaking Toronto, so... <gasps> really? I just don't like the dude. There's something about him that rubs me the wrong way, so... The fact that he went to the Clippers is even better, because it just makes me hate him more. Right. So there you go. At least, and, uh, at least he didn't rub you, period. They, they do have... <laughs> <laughs> they do have good talent, but, like... Every locker room needs is that leader, and they're lacking of that, and... Leonard does have the potential for that, but I don't know what his deal is, so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Absolutely, man, absolutely. All right, and we come to the NBA champions, baby, Los Angeles Lakers. 28th overall draft pick, power forward Jaden McDaniels, who was traded for Dennis Schroeder. They traded for Dennis Schroeder, Jordan Bell, Alfonso McKinney, Signed Montrez Harrell, Wesley Matthews, and Marcus Gasol. Resigned Contavious Caldwell Pope and Marquise Morris. I mean, sorry, Marquise Morris, not Marquise. <laughs> Calm down, big man. Calm. I'm so excited. Calm down. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can barely contain it. So, what does this mean? What does this team that won the NBA championship do with their roster? Run it back? No. They alter it to improve it. The Lakers got a talented young point guard. And Dennis Schroeder, who replaces Rajon Rondo. They signed a good 3 and D player, Wesley Matthews, who replaces Danny Green, who was part of the Schroeder trade. They take away Montrezl Harrell from their co-tenants in the Clippers. Brought back Caldwell Pope and Markeith Morris, who both had key moments in the playoffs. Brought in Marcus Gasol to replace Dwight Howard, who left via free agency. Now the team will work on a deal for Anthony Davis, who is expected to resign, but wants to wait until after Thanksgiving to do so. VP of Basketball Operations slash General Manager Rob Palenka has retooled this roster and possibly made it better than the one they had this past season. Koopa, I also got one more thing that I heard as a rumor going around right now in NBA circles of why Anthony Davis is actually waiting so long. Are you ready for this? What's up? They're wanting to see if Giannis signs a max deal with Milwaukee this offseason or not because if they don't, Anthony Davis will sign a one-and-one deal opt out with LeBron next year and they'll try to get Giannis to come to Los Angeles. No. Yes. Way. Yes. How come you waited to tell me this? Oh, I wanted to. What the? Seriously? We could have LeBron, AD, and the Greek Freak. Oh my God, dude. This is going to be nuts, man. Like, the Lakers are going to be great again for years. So, we'll ha- we could possibly have the King, the Brow, and the Freak dude, of Greece. Yes. Oh my goodness. I can't wait. But, anyways, we'll talk about what's actually happening right now for sure. I, mean, I was excited about Jordan. Jordan, Jordan Bell. Bell. I mean, come on yeah. now. An Oregon boy. There you go. Yeah. 
So there we have but it. But you tell me that, and I'm like, <gasps> I know, right? So yes, that's the possible holdup for the uh, contract. All right, now let's circle back real quick to the Thunder. I'm sorry, Thunder fans, if you're listening and you hear me, I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to bypass your team. That was my bad. I got a little carried away. Anyway, so. To be honest, there are a lot of teams in the league, so, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, and I was trying to do this kind of not where I was supposed to be doing this, so, you know, things happen. All right, so. 25th overall, they drafted point guard Emmanuel Quickly in the first round. I'm going to check the second round. I think they had some picks in the second round. Checking real quick for you, real quick, 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 thunder, 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 thunder nuggets. Ah, they picked up Cassius Winston, 53rd overall, who they ended up trading his rights away. And that's it. Okay. So, we got that. All right. And so, we kind of touched base with them a little bit. Uh, They traded away Chris Paul. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, They did trade for TJ Leaf. Uh, Who else did they pick up? Yeah. Uh, They they did bring in Trevor Ariza. Uh, Traded out uh, Steven Adams as part of the Drew Holiday trade. Um, that went from a two-team trade to a four-team trade after the Bogdanovich trade failed. Uh, Cooper, uh, basically, as you even saw from this article um, that we just kind of squint, uh, ran by right here, that they'll talk about video on ESPN. The Adams trade signals a OKC move to a full rebuild. Um, they did, obviously, part ways with Billy Donovan. Obviously, two top players, so it looks like that would be accurate in the perception that they're rebuilding in OKC. Are they rebuilding or are they moving? They ain't moving. Come on, go back to Seattle. I would love to see that, but it ain't happening, bro. They're going to be in OKC. I want to see the Super Sonics again. Well, you know, there's rumors that the Bucks can't get a deal to work downtown or Reno in Milwaukee, and they may move to Seattle the same. Well, then that works, I guess. And actually, I think the best would be a better team. Yeah, that too. Uh, The Greek Freak in Seattle would be kind of fun. Heck yeah, man! Uh, I would. My assumption would that be if that actually ended up happening, Milwaukee ended up moving to Seattle. To uh, you would probably then need to switch conferences, obviously, because it'd be in the Western Conference. You would probably switch Milwaukee and Minnesota because they're the one that's closest to the Central Division. Um, outside of any Western Conference teams, other than the New Orleans, uh, um, yeah, the New Orleans Pelicans. So, I would still think Minnesota would probably be the better option. Um, but then again, they could still do New Orleans Pelicans because why the hell not? I mean, you just don't want to make sense with your divisions at all. Uh, I believe because the Pelicans are in the Northwest Division, I think. So the Thunder's just kind of, it is what it is. Yeah, basically it is what it is, basically. So, all right, and that is everybody. We ran a little long, but hey, you got, we had to cover a lot of stuff in the NBA. Yeah, man, and uh, sorry for being, you know, a day late, but... <laughs> day late and a dollar short. <laughs> big man did his research, and he did really good, and I'm, I'm thankful for him, and yep. I hope you guys are too. Absolutely, man. All right, tomorrow night we have football talk. Oh, oh mercy, we got talk. football talk. I love me some football talk. Yes. A little programming note about football talk. We're actually going to do a little bit of a change. We will actually do a little bit of score recapping, but instead of doing the predictions for the following week, we're going to actually do some news talk in the second half of the show. Uh, our, any predictions that you'll see will be on TikTok in our primetime videos. We'll also post that, of course, to um, Facebook, which will also be linked to our website. By the way, we do have a website. Um, did I mention that last episode? I don't think so. Well, we have a new website. Uh, you can find us at sportstalk86.wixsite.com uh, forward slash Cooper hyphen big man. That's the website. That's a mouthful. Pfft, you're telling me. 
<laughs> well, if I could afford to buy the domain a domain properly, I would, but I can't right now. <laughs> there you go. All right, man. That's going to wrap it up for another episode of Sports Tug with Cooper and Big Man. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, as always, keep on talking. You weren't ready for that, were no, you? I wasn't ready for that. Let's do it again. All right, let's try that one more time. Here we go. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, keep, keep on talking sports. sports.